Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for June 11th, 2020. It's the birthday of another one of my personal heroes, Jacques Cousteau, born on this day in 1910 in St. André de Cubzac, France. French naval officer, ocean explorer, and co-inventor of the Aqualung, known for his extensive underseas investigations. After graduating from France's Naval Academy in 1933, he was commissioned a second lieutenant. However, his plans to become a Navy pilot were undermined by an almost fatal automobile accident, in which both his arms were broken. Cousteau, not formally trained as a scientist, was drawn to undersea exploration by his love both of the ocean and of underwater diving. In 1943, Cousteau and French engineer Emile Gagnon developed the first fully automatic compressed air aqualung, or scuba apparatus, which allowed divers to swim freely underwater for extended periods of time. Cousteau helped to invent many other tools useful to oceanographers, including, in 1959, the diving saucer, an easily maneuverable small submarine for seafloor exploration, and a number of underwater cameras. Cousteau served in World War II as a gunnery officer in France, and later was a member of the French resistance against the German occupation of their country. He subsequently was awarded the Legion of Honor for his espionage work, and Cousteau's experiments with underwater filmmaking began during the war. He also was involved in conducting oceanographic research at a center in Marseille with French naval officer Philippe Taillez. When the war ended, he continued working for the French Navy, heading the Undersea Research Group at Toulon. To expand his work in marine exploration, Cousteau founded numerous marketing, manufacturing, engineering, and research organizations, which were incorporated in 1973 as the Cousteau Group. In 1950, he converted a British minesweeper into the Calypso, an oceanographic research ship aboard which he and his crew carried out numerous expeditions. Cousteau eventually popularized oceanographic research and the sport of scuba diving in the 1953 book Le Monde du Silence, and in 1956 he adapted the book into a documentary film, which he co-directed with French motion picture director Louis Malle, that won both the Palme d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival and an Academy Award, one of three Oscars his films have received. Also in 1957, Cousteau became director of the Oceanographic Museum of Monaco and led the Con Shelf Saturation Dive Program, conducting experiments in which men lived and worked for extended periods of time at considerable depths along the continental shelves. The undersea laboratories, called Con Shelf 1, 2, and 3, sat at depths of 10 meters, or about 30 feet. 30 meters, or 100 feet, and 102.4 meters, about 336 feet, respectively, in the Mediterranean Sea near Marseille. And in 1974, Cousteau formed the Cousteau Society, a nonprofit environmental group dedicated to marine conservation. 
Just as Fred Rogers taught me about kindness and courage, it was Jacques Cousteau who showed me the beauty of our oceans and our responsibility we all have to protect it. Cousteau has always reminded me of my grandfather, Bill Crook. Grandpa bought me my first mask and snorkel in Hawaii while we were on vacation, and I spent the week in the water, which eventually led to my interest in scuba diving. In Europe, he made a point to stop for the day at the Cousteau Museum between Nice and Monaco, and I still remember it like it was yesterday, about 40 years ago now. Jacques-Yves Cousteau died of a heart attack on the 25th of June in 1997 in Paris, two weeks after his 87th birthday. He left countless inspiration and also cautionary quotes, and here's one of my favorites. There are no boundaries in the real planet Earth. No United States, no Soviet Union, no China, no Taiwan. Rivers flow unimpeded across the swaths of continents. The persistent tides, the pulse of the sea, do not discriminate. They push against all the varied shores on Earth. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.